birthday. I don't want to focus right. any of my energy on negative people. I've all been right. around white folks all day. I want to focus on something positive and black. I'm tired. You know, we gotta do the black joy too. Yeah, we could we could kick it off with black joy. You know, hella black episode nine. We in this thing. Hello, Hello. tap in. Episode nine. Is it recording? Oh, okay. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Don't give up. Hella Black Episode 9. We in this thing, downtown Oakland. Nine episodes, you feel me, and counting. Mm, hello? Shout out Maya. Shout out Youth Radio. We back in the building, you feel me? Black like we never left. It's like two weeks since our last episode, too, bro. Like we said, we're going to try and record every two weeks, and we back in here. And I know we say this probably like <laughs> every time that happens, but that's really a big deal. You people know, we, ain't knowing. Like People ain't knowing exactly like what we be doing, you feel me? Working full time. You feel me? We had our breakfast program last weekend, feeding f- the houseless folks in West Oakland, making this podcast, you feel me, making it for the people. So, And by no way am I happy about as much as we have to do, but we just want y'all to know that this is definitely something we care about because of all the stuff we do, we still find time to come in here and build with y'all and drop this black political education. Bro, we reached 30,000 plays, bro. Over 31,000 plays on SoundCloud, you feel me? Shout out to all the patrons. Thank Ooh. you for all the patrons for fucking with us, bro. you feel me? The patrons, you feel me? Bro, it is week nine. If you don't start cor- <laughs> if you don't start pronouncing it correctly. That was like an inside joke, just, you feel me? Now you're just being willfully ignorant at this oh, point. Oh, okay. He's calling me out right now. I'm getting played right now. I'm Shout getting out played. to all the patrons. This That's might what, be our last episode. I'm getting played right now. Damn. <laughs> I'm fucking around. Hey, nah, but the patrons, though, like, for real, without y'all's support, we would not be here here and hopefully we get to a spot to where if we keep getting the support from them you know like we said we have aspirations and dreams yeah. of getting our own studio space you feel you me know? and growing you feel me and supporting other people you supporting people like younger than us younger black yeah. folks you feel me like we almost not youth anymore shit I'm 24 shit. nah that's, see, that's that's that black shit when you white and you 35 and you a man they refer to you as a white boy you feel me yeah. I'm young fuck you a grown ass man now yeah, cause you black I'm, you know, I'm, I'm young 25 yeah. when you black is an OG I ain't black I ain't no OG though you know I'm, I'm young I'm young out here I'm a young nigga young nigga nation. you got game man. like an OG though Ooh. I ain't finna lie thank you hello so if you're tuning in right now be sure to like us on SoundCloud subscribe on iTunes you feel me if you wanna live tweet the podcast while you Listening to it, use the hashtag Hella Black Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Hella Black Pod. You feel me? We'll retweet you. You feel me? If you live tweet, we'll retweet you. You feel me? Post about it. You feel me? Like that's how we are. We're real organic. Yeah. With this shit, you feel me? We ain't. We ain't got no sponsors. You know, we ain't got no credit card companies backing us. <laughs> we really in the field. Hey, with if what the we're right doing. sponsor come along, though, right? If it's like a community based organization who just yeah. want to, you know. Cause we want to get our we want to get our message yeah. out. You feel me? We want to support people. Shout out to uh, shout out to what's uh, Roderick's Barbecue. I believe they uh, came out. People's Breakfast Oakland supported us. Brought out some food. So shout what out was the to other them. barbecue spot too that tapped in like a couple of programs ago? That I was think like, it was Stay Gold. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the cook in there. He yeah. held us down. Shout Real out shit. to them. You feel me? Shout out to people who like fuck with us. You feel me? And support the work that we do and support the podcast. You feel me? It's all intertwined. You feel me? We trying to make this political education accessible because a lot of times it ain't accessible you feel it's me it's not but you have a lot of other perspectives coming out all the time and dominating blackness you know you got the umars you got the tariks <laughs> you know hidden you got colors, those nigga. people hidden colors like 
but we want to make this revolutionary ideology. But this real inclusive. That's inclusive. You feel me? Because it's really all of us or none of us. You feel me? Period. So we in solidarity with all black people. All, all of, of us, us are none of us, period, man. Shout Hello. out to all my beautiful black folks out there and shit. Since we talking about beautiful black folks, let's talk about some beautiful black joy. Um, what like, brought you black joy, bro? Shit, like you said, we did the breakfast program this weekend, and that was beautiful because we always get... I really value the volunteers that we have, and it's not just all black volunteers. We got like a whole bunch of different races out there, but I really appreciate being able to be in the community, being out in Oakland, especially a lot of these streets. I used to walk and catch the bus up and down the street, you know, Get off on BART, hit the functions over there, downtown Oakland, old school candy shop, hello, tap in. So, you know, like, I'm really, I'm Oakland through and through. So, like, just being able to be out in Oakland and give back to my community, I wish we didn't have to do it because, you know, it's people out here getting paid to do this shit, like government officials and whatnot. But, you know, I wish we didn't have to do it. But since we are doing it, I really enjoy all the time we get to spend in the community. And also, you know, mm-hmm. like, we, we do, like, the um the prep the day before. We all right. at my house posted up. We watching TV. We cracking jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, we building. We got the, we got the fam in there. So right. people's breakfast always bringing me a lot of joy. Yeah, for sure. And I think what's most important about it is, like, it's real organic. You feel me? With what we're doing, it's organic, you know? Shout out and all our volunteers, bro. Like, I feel like me and you get a lot of credit for this shit. But, like, in all honesty, we wouldn't be shit without... Your mom. People like Maya, <laughs> your auntie, Gabby, right, Amber, Amber, come on, like without them, Yemi, she pulls up a lot to all our, uh, who else, Zach, we wouldn't be shit without a lot of our volunteers. So I know me and Blake get a lot of credit for this shit. AB, shout out AB, off top, you know what time it is. You feel me? Everyone donating to supporting. You feel me? That anything you can do, you feel me, to help support us, cause. You know, the goal of this is to feed people, but the goal of this is also, like, for us to not have to do this. You know what my you granny me? told me? We want me, our people to be liberated. What my granny told me is, if you can't volunteer, you need to donate, period. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's coming from the mouth of my 90-year-old great-grandmother. So, you Hello. know, she's been keeping it lit for 90 years, so I'm going to go ahead and reiterate what she said. <laughs> if you can't volunteer, donate. It's a place for all of us. Exactly. So to we spread really, this love, baby. Yes. Yes, loud. So, what are we finna talk about today, bro? I feel like this is one of the very few times that we're going to speak on a current event, but it's something that I feel that you and I as two cishet black males, two straight black males need to speak on. And it's not like as current because, you know, like this situation happened a couple weeks ago, but we're going to sit up here and address Nipsey and his very homophobic. He went on like a Twitter rant and he also did a, um, an Instagram post. And you know how I feel about Nipsey. Like I've said this before. Right. Anybody who really knows me like knows like I'm a really big Nipsey fan, but that nigga ain't above critique. Right. You feel me? So for those who don't know, this nigga Nipsey did an Instagram post and it was like of like hella like um, generations of black men. Like they were mm-hmm. like older black men, like probably like the ages of like our, our great grandfathers right. and shit. But and a then, lot like, of young like black it was boys young. Too. It was young black boys too, right? And he was saying some shit like this is the image of like, and I'm paraphrasing right now, but you can go look it up and like this is damn near like I'm paraphrasing, but this is kind of what the nigga said. This is the gist of it. He was just saying like, this is the image of black men we don't see enough. You know, right. we ain't over here in dresses and not being feminine and being uh Emasculated. I don't know the word, the words, mm-hmm. the correct, the exact terms that he, he used. Something but he was, like no homosexuals. Yeah, like no homosexuals. As if you can tell a person is a homosexual by looking at them. But that's just a whole another. That's, right. that's a whole another problem. Or if just like black men in suits, I just saw like gay black men don't wear suits and shit. But it was just it was just so many right. so, many so many things wrong of- with that post. <laughs> right. I just thought you know we could uh we should address that. Right. So and one thing I learned too. Shout out to Mars. Shout out to one of my students. Shout out Mars. You feel me? Um, is, like, even the language, like, homophobic, like, phobia, like, it's not a phobia. Like, people really actually hate gay people. So, like, 
they taught me to use the word uh, like transmesia and like homomesia. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Um, because it's really a hatred. Yeah, it's not like, like, it yeah, like you don't fear. fear. Like we it's hate like them. you actually choose to yeah. hate people. Like this nigga chose to hate people when he wrote that post. And then he you said, I'm entitled to my opinion. He he said that his opinion wasn't going to change, and then people were saying shit. Like I had somebody tell me, like, oh, he's entitled to an opinion. And like, yeah, that's cool if we talking about whether a word is pronounced tomato or tomato. But when we talking about the logic, this this the logic of that's people. rooted in bigotry. Like, no, there's rooted not in no entitled to, to an opinion nah. about nigga. It does and not work that way. Right. Like, come on, fam. And then it's like people need to understand how in this in this world that we live in on planet Earth, that logic and words tend to lead to action, bro. And people say words don't mean it. Oh, it's just a word. It's just an opinion. But, but if, nah, when it comes it's a to a lot more than that. But like, I, what I don't understand is like, you know, as black folks, we can understand this like. Words meaning things when it comes to like white folks and non-black POC saying the word nigga, right? We can definitely understand how words mean things when it comes to that. But when it comes to using hateful language towards LGBTQ folks, it's just like, oh, it's just a word or I'm entitled to my opinion. But we can understand how hateful logic is not acceptable when it comes to race, but not anything else. Like, I don't really understand that. I mean, niggas is so common as they sound like the fucking oppressor. Like <laughs> we, we emulate white folks more than, like, we, than we want to admit. Exactly. It's like you have... You'll never say some shit about race like that. You know Ever. what I'm saying? But then you'll say something about somebody's sexuality or gender. Like, you Niggas really, just like, like to make Black people really talk about, bro, like, cishet black people really be talking about gender and sexuality like fucking white people talk about race. Every time. It never fails, bro. You and know? I used to do the same exact thing. Oh, it's just, it's just a word. I don't mean anything by it. Oh, I'm just like, oh, that, nah, that meant something else. I wasn't talking about that. You know, like, even, uh, what's his name? Migos. Uh, Offset. Offset, whatever. Yeah. He said, I, I do not fuck with queers, and then tried to say, well, I wasn't talking about black people. You don't get to determine what a word means when you use it. He was like, oh, I wasn't <laughs> using it in that <laughs> you reference. You don't get to do Bruh, that. And then he you used like, the dictionary to, to decide it. I was like, bruh, come on. Own up to your mistake. And it's not like the first time you've said some like, uh, shit always, about hatred. They, they, like, they always been say saying it. it so I mean, like, that's, that's rap, right? That's rap in general. Like Rap has always been misogynistic. Homo, what is the, I don't homomesia. Homomesia. I'm sorry if I'm not pronouncing it right. Yeah, like it's always been that way, right? Like that's the but just because it's always been that way doesn't mean that it's okay. And right. niggas hate being held accountable, right? And I just hear like, I, I I don't know, like we try to make so many excuses, right? And then like, I've also heard the logic of just like, oh, we need to be patient with folks, right? And it's like you can't expect the marginalized and the oppressed to be patient, patient while you try to get better politics, right? <laughs> like that's not their like that's just. Like they're dying because of this kind of logic. And it's this like kind of telling you black people to be fucking patient about police brutality and police killings. Oh, just be patient. You might still have to die. Just be patient. And like that's it's, that's what's so, you know, sick about it, right? And it's we need to understand and people. We also got to understand where it's coming from as well. Like you know, I, I tweeted something out. Like honestly, if we're gonna be honest, this shit is coming from the final call in the Nation of Islam. Like publishing all oh, the feminization of the black man, like that's Farrakhan. That's spreading these all spreading that conspiracy, all this conspiracy shit. bullshit, <laughs> the like pseudo scientific bullshit under the name of fucking liberation. It's, niggas it's be talking about the gay, agenda, uh, the gay agenda, nigga. There's definitely a cishet black male agenda, nigga. Right. If we talking about agendas, nigga, <laughs> like come on, exactly. niggas have so it's one. Like I don't. We got to be honest, like how these organizations, quote unquote, have been producing hatred towards our our own people, and yeah. how do we? Like, and we sh- we can't tolerate that. At all. Like you say, bro. It's like, all of us in that, like, for real. It has to be. It has to be. And I, that's not a, that hard of a concept to, like, understand, bro. Like, you cannot be selective with what groups you want to be free. Anytime you're being selective with your liberation and your freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm. And when I saw Nipsey's post, I was like, fuck. Nigga, that hurt me. You know, I, I really, 
I know, bro. I've been, <laughs> I've, been, I've been listening to that nigga since, like, ninth grade, eighth grade. That nigga <laughs> got me through a lot of shit, right. bro. Like, And that's just, like, you know, but I also, so, and then I've seen other points, like, we just can't be so quick to cancel niggas. And that's where I think, and I, I don't know if I'm speaking out of turn here, but, like, that's where I think, like, people like you and I, like, other cishead males need to hold these folks accountable, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel that the people that these that this hate and these words are directed to right. people from the LGBTQ black folks from the LGBTQ community. I don't expect them to be patient with these niggas. Right, like period. They, and they're entitled to do however yeah. they feel. You don't get that to determine. You don't get to determine right. how someone reacts to their trauma exactly. and how they how they react to you know them being mistreated. You don't get to determine mm-hmm. that. Like if somebody if you push me, you don't get to determine if I'm gonna push you back. I might slap you, nigga. We all right. re- respond to different things. You know, we respond to things differently. So I don't believe in telling like black LGBTQ folks they need to be patient while. Niggas like us obtain better politics, but I do think that's where niggas like me and you need to step in and start holding these niggas accountable. Like, right. it makes more sense for like, and I'm not, I'm not trying to make excuses for niggas, but I think that's like, I think that's the role that we play. I mean, because we have certain privilege, you feel me, as being like, and we not experiencing like, the shit that they experience. Exactly, you know? like we're perceived as like masculine. You feel me? Like we're bigger people. You feel me? So we have a lot of male privilege, and unfortunately, like black women, black queer folks. Black queer women, like they could say, they could they could say the exactly exact same, same things because you know that's where we get most it. of our politics from, right? And then people, you know, people, and then we'll say the same thing, and people will listen to us. Or and niggas act like we just dropping the, the biggest gems of all time. It's like, like nah, nigga, like people been saying this shit, you know. So it's like, it's it's sick. But I wasn't like when Nipsey said that, I was like, I was, and I was, I'm not surprised by the Migos either, right? Like you gotta right. look at where these niggas grew up, right? Like Nipsey grew up in South Central Los Angeles, and when South Central LA, like you in LA me? in general. The nation is hella big out there, like, you feel me? And he, like, he grew up in a hyper-masculine environment, right? Right. Migos, these niggas didn't grow up in a projects in Atlanta somewhere, in these hyper-masculine environments, right? Mm-hmm. So we're like, this this logic was, like, injected into them at, like, as kids, bro. Like, right. I, I was thinking back, like, on the bar earlier, like, a couple of days ago, I'm just thinking about, like, some of this shit, like, people used to, like, my family, family members used to say to me, like, just, like, the simple shit, like, don't put your hands on your hips, don't break your wrist, like, shit like that, bro. I mean, from I was being told age. as a kid, like right. five years old, like before I even knew what sexuality was, bro. But like before that, I, I was just being programmed to be a certain way, right? Right. And it just so happened that, like, I don't. Not everybody's gonna be as open minded, and it's not even like humanity should not like being treated as a human should not be perceived as having to be open minded. Like mm-hmm. that's just you know what I'm saying. But right. it's like unfortunately, a lot of niggas ain't really gonna be able to do that work and think outside the box that they've been put in since birth. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not surprised that the Migos saying this shit. I'm not surprised that Nipsey, but that I'm not. I'm still gonna hold these niggas accountable. Right, and it's period. like it's coming. Like I really, because I know this nigga probably be in L.A. The nation be fucking handing out the final call. He probably really like I'm. I'm, I'm serious. He probably really read that shit in the final call. So it's like even this whole thing. You didn't this, see the books that he was notion. referencing. He was like read some shit, and I swear I wish I could. Find, I'm I'm there about to pull this shit up. <laughs> if you could have seen the title of the book, my nigga, I'm like this shit got it was, the nation written all. Over it, bro. What it was? What it was, was like it? some shit, like some thirteen sons type shit. Like you could just tell, yeah. like you need to read the, you need to read the Pharaoh some shit. I'm like, oh nigga, you for sure out here reading some hotep shit, God. bro. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, my right. nigga? Niggas be so obsessed with Egypt. It's it's weird. Like, that nigga said, do so your research. Of, Egypt. Do, do your, your research, research about the agenda to emasculate the black man. Read the ISIS papers. I know the ISIS papers got a <laughs> motherfucking unk on the cover. Right. I bet it do, nigga. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, I nigga? Mean, people, I think that's, uh, what's his name? Francis Crescent. I'll be wrong. I-, I might be wrong. But it's, like, that shit is some old bullshit. My like, nigga said, <laughs> my problem is with the image that the mainstream media favors and promotes of what the black man is. 
But he's what he's doing is also like putting manhood on these young ass black boys. Like too. why? Like come on. And it's like bro. oh, niggas wearing suits is somehow some fucking like respectability, respectability ass shit. shit. On, that's why I'm like that's the nation all over. Oh, you just need to cut your hair and wear a fucking suit and you know subscribe to these ideologies and you'll be okay. And right. somehow we're gonna fucking liberate black. People Anywhere where somebody is telling you how you need to act to get your humanity, you need to stop listening. Telling to Telling you niggas. how to fucking dress. Come you need on, to stop bro. listening to them niggas. Martin Luther King was fucking murdered in a suit. Malcolm. All them niggas wore suits. They didn't fucking protect them, stop, nigga. nigga. Shit like, didn't stop. So when, when when MLK used to, you know, when he used to, you know, put his slacks on, button up that fucking tie, button that up shit, that like shirt, put that tie on. Proof, bro. Yeah, it apparently is race proof. Like, nigga, like, oh, once you put this tie on, you, you cut your hair down. <laughs> like, Come on, my nigga. That's what's so sick about it is this whole respectability. It's like you talking about, you just say, oh, we hate the white man. But then you're like, oh, wear a fucking suit that the white man invented. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Niggas swear referencing like, Africa and the way life was in Africa. So in Africa, we was wearing suits, nigga. Niggas think fucking Africa is like this whole like one thing. Like, bro, it's niggas a swear fucking Africa big was ass this fucking utopian nigga. society, bro. right? Nigga, like, like, we have, act like niggas. Shit, why what? we come from kings and queens, and we also come from slaves. niggas. Some like, kings and queens probably sold y'all black ass <laughs> to come to this fucking continent. <laughs> if we're gonna be fucking honest with this black revisionist history, <laughs> like, my nigga, like niggas have some like fucking Afrocentric. Like fake scientific Sick of these like, niggas. view of this shit. It's it like, is hella bro. fucked up because these are like niggas who like, like Nipsey in certain areas. Like, bro, this nigga talk like he motivated me to like you know go be the best that I could be. But then he just says like some problematic ass shit like that. He's just like fuck my nigga. Right. So you realize like if he has the power of someone to move someone like me, who I feel like I'm an individual thinker and you feel me, I think for myself type shit. And he has the power to move me. Mm-hmm. You can only I can only imagine right the type of impact he's having on folks who can't think for themselves. And I think that's why like for us we can't cancel those people and we gotta like try and bring them in and talk with them. You feel me? Because oh for certain niggas, but Nipsey said it's all bad. He said he's not he's he's not changing. He's not. Changing I'm not his changing ways. my stance. I don't give a fuck what you tell me. Like he's brain. And he's nigga. He's like thirty. Well, over 30, like, this nigga ain't changing. It's, it's, he's just... he. Not saying that you can't change your politics over 30, but this nigga flat out said it. And he just dug his heels in. Nigga said, this is where I stand on this, this is where issue. I am. If you don't like it, you are... You can press the unfollow button. Bro, my nigga. Tripping. And it's, it's, it's sick because... If niggas you, like him will love the Black Panther Party. You feel me? They'll love, like, the fucking... Niggas love referencing Huey and love referencing Malcolm. But don't know these niggas. Like, Nipsey has a fat-ass Malcolm X chain. Like, gold-plated Malcolm X chain. Do you know this nigga's politics? Niggas love referencing calling themselves the next Huey. Do you know that Huey aligned himself? With with gay liberation movements? And literally wrote about that in the 70s and aligned in... That's because niggas don't read. They just look at pictures. Right. Niggas is following images. They're right. obvious, you obviously can't be reading. They love the gun of it. They love the beret. They love the, the afro. You know, they love the militant aesthetic, but they won't read. But niggas love nigga talking about agendas, it. though. Agendas. What agenda like, are you following? My nigga Nipsey, and I quote, The unpopular truth is, there an, is there, there's an agenda to redefine what it is to be a black man. I don't agree. If you don't like what I said... Unfollow and be blessed. Not I'm open to critique, or we can discuss this at a later time. If you don't like what I said, unfollow and be blessed. I can't stand niggas who say some hateful shit. They try to put like some loving shit at the end of it. Mm-hmm. Like they'll say some shit like, but you know, I, I got gay family members though. I, right. I just don't agree with it. <laughs> what nigga? You don't get to do that. I mean, but let's actually read what Huey Newton said. He said, "Quote: Whatever your personal opinions and your insecurities about homosexuality and the various liberation movements among homosexuals and women." Uh, parentheses, and I speak of homosexuals and women as oppressed groups, we should try and u- unite with them in revolutionary fashion. All of us. 
all of us or none of us. Period. And this what makes me so like upset is like this is in 1970, bro. 1970. So we're not actually studying our own history and understanding the mistakes that happened within our movements, right? Yeah. Within these liberation movements. But niggas like, love referencing these movements. But they're like, so all right, for they sure. love using these as reference points. That's what I'm saying. It's like, bruh, read. And the reason why Huey Newton wrote that was because of uh, a lot of like the hatred for gay people um, within the party. Mm-hmm. Right and the hatred of women and like the mistreatment of women. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So like he wrote this to say this is where our stance is as the Black Panther Party. If you don't fuck with it, leave. And it's so wild how we see this just represent itself. I mean, it's not wild. It's, it's this sad. is a part. It's, it's sad, sad, and it's like this is a part of like how. I think that's the 1970s, and we've made this much progress. We haven't made any progress <laughs> because we see it in the main organizations. That we see, quote unquote, uh, getting all the power or whatever, and that's supposedly are aimed at black liberation when niggas really just want black cishet power. That's what's wild about it. Is black like, cishet male power because they even right. you know now we're not talking about black cishet women, right? Like these niggas want black cishet. Like male a lot power. of these niggas would just be happy if the United States was just run by cishet black men. Like the same politics, the that's same why they love laws. Obama so much. Yeah, like the same politics, <laughs> the same laws. Right. The same the same societal makeup. They just want black people to be in power because they want their coin and they want their power. Shout out and to my talk- nation niggas. Tap in. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean that's the the same shit that's been going on. Like I think it's the five percentage or three percent. I don't know. They broke off. My homie David was telling me they broke off from the nation of Islam because these niggas are like y'all niggas ain't fucking accessible. Y'all niggas not really about y'all niggas wearing some fucking folks, suits. I mean five percenters are hella problematic as well. But like <laughs> they were like like y'all niggas ain't in the hood. Y'all niggas ain't fucking shit. Like, all y'all doing is wearing some fucking suits. Y'all just like, that shit ain't for emulating us. Emulating the white man. You ain't on some, like, white centering man. poor black people. You feel me? In the faint? You ain't sending poor black people. What is you really doing? Do you think, I, I know, and this is, like, a little sidebar, and you can just give me, like, a brief reflection. A sidebar? Refle- a, a brief, yeah. give me a brief reflection, and then we, get, <laughs> we can get to the next, we can get to the next topic. But do you think on our podcast that we offer, um... Like we don't, we don't just condemn, right? We criti- we critique and then we offer solutions. Like we be like, nigga, stop hating, stop hating LGBTQ folks. This is how make your make I, your movement inclusive, nigga. Yeah. Stop stop centering bougie black folks in your movement. This is how you make your movement inclusive. I mean, don't fuck with the poor folks. People right? talk about like because we be we be yeah. dissing niggas, but we also be you know like we from, like we, we just we just like, but we be I mean, giving people, constructive criticism people too. People think like homosexuality like started in slavery and it was some white man agenda. Like that is just the most. Stupid, ahistoric, like not stupid. That's ableist, but most a historical thing, like acting like gay folks, like queer folks, didn't exist back in Africa. Like actually, if you read about sexuality, like even an in indigenous, like here, like I think it was called uh, I'm I'm forgetting the word, two spirits. Mm-hmm. Like that was a uh, that was you feel me? Like that was something that was normal. I like, read stories of like African culture, warriors going out. African male warriors going out, like, uh, for war and shit, or going on like these hunting sprees, where like these hunting pilgrimages, where they'll be gone for just like hella months at a yeah. time. And for me, they would practice homosexual acts. And this was way before niggas got to America. And it's it's funny because like all these niggas be like quoting Egypt and shit, like or like be all like. Fuck, I hate I hate that picture shit. of like the buff ass black nigga with the unk tat like in the middle of his stomach. <laughs> like you always see that shit. But it's or funny the because Pharaoh like with the big ass crown. What people Fuck. will consider. Like to be quote unquote like unmasculine like these niggas was wearing like wasn't wearing shirts like well, we would call them probably dresses of what they was actually wearing you see it in niggas the, was wearing in skirts the and shit like what the that's fuck? what they was wearing but you all want to like oh 
Like, what do you fucking mean? Like, you want to center all this, like, Masculinity is a... F- this hyper-masculine shit is a fucking trap. Like, who right. wants to be like that 24-7? What is wrong with you niggas? Like... You was so hyper masculine, bro. You ain't even washing your face. Like, <laughs> like, I remember a nigga told on. me I was gay if I used an umbrella. <laughs> like, nigga, what? Nigga, you in here drinks with your straight ass. Like, like, what the fuck? But I mean, I think it's it, one thing is people will say like, oh, the black community is so so much more like hate like hates gay people. And we're so not the only ones, so much, nigga. Like, we just talk about it because this is what we are. Like, right. Like mm-hmm. this is like it's created. It, this is a like literally. Homomesia and transmesia is created by the colonizers. You feel me? Like, it's this all was rooted in white supremacy. I don't give a fuck. Right. Like, it's, this shit was rooted in white supremacy. And people fall for that trap. And people are, like, just representing this whole notion of, like, this bullshit. So it's like, people aren't even reading. People aren't listening to history, you know? But they're like, they'll listen to the white man. Can I put a disclaimer <laughs> out there real quick? And the white elite is the one who set all this shit up. Yes. Um... Shout out to Khadija Means. Shout out to Anthony. The um, what Khadija brought to my attention, and I think is we should probably speak on it. Is though um, when me and Blake speak on topics pertaining to the like the Black LGBTQ community, we're definitely not trying to take up too much space. We just know that like we have like we always give credit to the Black women and the Black LGBTQ folks that like help shaped our perspective and our politics, right? Um, we're not trying to take up any space. We just know that we have like a lot of cishet followers, right? And they like mm-hmm. they're not like us. Like we put ourselves in these spaces, these diverse spaces, and um, so we 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 try to like reiterate the stuff that y'all say to us because we know we have a lot of cishet and like white listeners. You know what I'm saying? It's so, mm-hmm. like we want y'all to know that we're open to any critique coming from these oppressed and the marginalized and marginalized groups that we speak on, and we just want y'all to know that like, we're trying to be in um. Solidarity. Yeah, and we we want to be like minute. accomplices and allies, and we only speak on these topics because we want to make sure that you know that these cishet motherfuckers is hearing this shit mm-hmm. and how trash that we can be sometimes. But if you have any critique, if you identify as a black woman or a black LGBTQ, me and Blake are open to critique. You ain't got to cancel us out if we say some shit that y'all feel is offensive. Please put us up on game and let me know. I know we both want to grow and we like constantly learning and unlearning. Right. And all of us, none of us. Shout out all my black people out there, man. Except for them nation niggas. Damn, I didn't have to say that. I didn't have to say that. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't I mean, know. Because, I mean, because this is where this shit's coming from, bro. And it's like the, the, they're building all this fucking false propaganda. Like there's like this secret relationship between blacks and Jews. And like they have all this like wild ass propaganda that niggas like will read, you know. And they really take advantage of people not knowing their own history. And they give them a false like. And they take advantage of folks who really want black liberation, bro. Exactly. And they try to tell them this is what black this liberation is what is, looks this like. This is what it's about. And that's but not true, really, bro. Exactly. Fuck them niggas. So man. it's like, we have Period. to call that shit out, you feel me, for what it is. And not be like, oh, nah, we're we're undisciplined because we're speaking out against other black people. It's not. Some black people doing some fucked up shit. We got to hold people accountable because accountability leads to revolution. We got to hold each other accountable. What the fuck is a revolution if, like... It's just cishet black men in charge who hate gay people who hate that ain't no trans folks. That ain't nigga. no fucking revolution. That That's just no a revolution. fucking like replacing power. Yeah, we with just black swapping people. niggas. That's just a neo-colonial fucking transition of leadership. Yeah, because the white man's still finna get paid off all that. You know, so it's like Shout it's out really, my nigga Blake. It really is all of us or none of us. And Shout out all the beautiful black folks out there. You feel me? <sighs> the next one we need to touch on, bro. What we finna talk about, bro? We need to talk about consent. Consent. Because I feel like niggas don't fully understand how this shit goes, bro. Right. The niggas don't. Niggas don't get it. Mm -hmm. And 
don't, I'm not, this isn't, it's always been a problem, but, you know, recently, I guess, like, motherfuckers is not deciding to pay attention. When people like, are speaking up. Motherfuckers getting people, fed up. Right. Motherfuckers is exactly. getting fed up, right? And then, like, you hear all this shit, like, a lot of niggas are taking this shit hella personal because they realize that they fit the mold of a, you know, of a predator, or they realize, you know, they've committed some sexual assault. Or they're abusive as fuck. Yeah, you know, like, and... <clears throat> People don't realize that consent is a process. Like, like people it can think be like you could say yes to thirty one minutes act, before, and that means it's all good for everything else. For everything else, but not consent is always a process. You should always be talking through. Like, all right, yeah, like communicate. You know, all right, yeah, we're gonna do. Like, are you? Do you want to do this? Is that cool? But that also yes, comes into like hyper masculinity, no, right? right? Like men thinking they they own women. Like, you right. know, I don't have to ask for something mm-hmm. that's my property that right. belongs to me. Or like, this is my girlfriend. This is my right it's into my manhood. My wife. Like, you hear niggas say, like, you can't rape masculinity. your... You've heard niggas say, like, you can't rape your wife. Nigga, what? The fuck is wrong with you? But I do... I, don't quote me on this, but I do think legally, like, that was the case that, we, like, you couldn't be... Oh, yeah, by, um, by, right, by laws that by were created laws, by white men. By right? white men. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, right. I get that. So, like, that's actually new. Like, that was, quote, unquote, fucking legal. You know, and we got to understand that, like, sexual assault is the very foundation of this country. Mm-hmm. You know, from, like, the rape of black women. Uh, we should give a content warning. Yeah, content warning. Um, from the, like, sexual assault of, like, black women. Mm-hmm. Um Back on the slave ships, but even like black men was also being assaulted, but we don't really talk about that because it like still subscribes to the notion of patriarchy and like yeah. hyper masculinity. So we're not going to talk about, oh, how actually black men were sexually assaulted as well mm-hmm. during this um, process of being brought over to America and to and even while wherever. we were on land, even while we even were here, while we're here on the plantation, yeah. like still being sexually assaulted, you know. Right, so it's like we have to understand that the very beginning of this is is a by like sexual assault is a byproduct of colonialism. It's hella history behind right. this shit, man. Like it, this might be new to, this might be a new way of thinking for like this might just be brought to your attention recently, but like this shit mm-hmm. has been happening for Years. centuries, my nigga. And people have been Period. fighting back against it for a long time. Like people forget that the civil rights movement, like a lot of black women entered the civil rights movement because of the sexual assault that folks were facing. Like, the Montgomery bus boycotts was because white fucking um, drivers was, like, harassing black women. Like, people talk about Rosa Parks. Like, Rosa Parks, I believe, works for the NAACP mm-hmm. as, like, investigating, like, sexual assault. You know, so, like, and I'm not 100% sure if that's the case, mm-hmm. but I, I'm pretty sure I heard about that. Yeah. You know, so it's like, this is not new. This issue is not new, but, like, a lot of, we have to talk about consent. Yeah, and it's just like we men, have to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I feel hyper like masculinity. Men are just like at a point where it's just like it's forcing you to like check yourself, and you know it's a lot of fragile male egos involved with mm-hmm. this shit. Like, and niggas like, oh, I ain't no, I ain't no rapist. I don't, I don't, I ain't, I, don't, I ain't never did no sexual assault. But it's like my nigga, if you come to like understand how this shit works, you have, bro. Like you have, and like a lot of niggas don't understand how. The um, power dynamics play a role in this shit, right? right? I remember it was Maya and Yemi who actually taught me that, like, you have to create an, not create, like, it's sometimes women don't feel comfortable saying no because you look at these, and niggas, niggas that hear that and be like, what do you mean they don't feel comfortable? Because you look at you can women who, who have right. denied, who've turned down, like, engagement, like, who've turned down the proposals, right? Or who've told a man, like, I don't want to continue this anymore, and then niggas kill them. The nigga kills you. Like, that might why. not be a safe environment to say that. So yeah, you feel like I literally right. might not feel comfortable saying no because I don't know what because history shows that when we say no to y'all, this is how y'all react. Right. The odds aren't in my favor. 
You feel me? And niggas, mm-hmm. you know, like you might not, you feel me? You might not react that way, but we already know that you know, uh, majority wins just because you're the one out of a hundred nigga who doesn't respond in a violent way. You that, that, you just you feel me? You're an anomaly, my nigga. That's right. not the norm. Right. Patriarchy. <laughs> Shit is, and the society is rooted in it. Like you know, like Blake said, bro. Consent is a process. It can be given and taken away at any moment, bro. Right. And men, you need to remove your egos and get out y'all got. I don't want to say get out your feelings because that's you know men aren't allowed to have feelings. But you need to remove your ego, bro. Like period, point blank. You need to hold yourself accountable and understand that a lot of the ways have, that we've been taught are byproducts of the patriarchy and rooted in hypermasculinity. Right. Period, point blank. And there's ways to have healthy masculinity. Masculinity is not the issue. It's patriarchy. It's a system of power, right? Yeah. So it's like check your own masculinity and begin to think about it and begin to unpack it and begin to talk about it. You feel me? Talk about the way you was raised, you know? Talk about, like, these issues because if you ain't talking about it and you ain't trying to heal, you know? Like, I've heard this thing that a lot of abusers, people who are abused become abusers. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to unpack these things and I'm not making a def- I'm not defending anybody but Hell unpack no. yeah, I, I, got, I know you know what yeah. I mean um, unpack the trauma unpack just unpack why you think you have the you think you can do that you, you gotta know? look back at your programming look back at yourself oh, right shit. and learn about consent like this shit is accessible Google consent Google workshop on a consent you feel me read about it like it's a process and consent can be taken away at any moment like you can say no and that's it you know so a lot of people like that's that's the perfect place to start is like really like learning about consent because right. a lot of I, folks I didn't don't learn know about consent is. until college. I mean, should I do? You I went one. to a Baptist school. I, I would like, I would do you one better and say I didn't really fully understand what consent was till last year. Right. Honestly, like I will say I didn't understand what consent was until last year. Mm-hmm. Period. And as soon as I learned about consent, like I talked to my youngest brother who's uh, like a sophomore in high school. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna tell him like, "Hey, bro, do you know what this is? Do you have you heard of this?" So yeah, so it's like if a woman, you know, says no, what does that mean? You stop. No, no. I mean, I consent is always a process. So like, even anything, you yeah, know, you, like, there's no like as hug, hey, uh, hugging, like, a, you me, you, hugging a person. Can like, I give you a hug. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can think like, about consent with kids, right? Like niggas would be like, I remember being young, like, oh, go give your uncle a handshake, go give your auntie a hug, right. like, go give. Like and that shit was like, what? You feel me? Like I always felt weird too. Like, oh, you gotta go. Say even hi giving to kids that age, like, how you even know to, I like this? Because you fuck with Uncle Bobby, don't yeah. mean I fuck with Uncle Bobby. Me and you got two different relationships. I might not right. like this nigga. You feel me? Like I might not feel comfortable <laughs> giving Uncle Bobby a hug right. type of shit. You feel what I'm saying? So it's like that's why when even people like say to my uncle, oh, go say hi. I'm like, you ain't got to. It's like you might not fuck with me today. Like you feel me? It's about giving that that giving your kid that giving these people autonomy and agency. Over their over their choices, you feel what I'm saying? So it's like, even c- consent isn't just about a sexual act, like right. It's about every like it's about everything in a lot of ways, you know. It's like all right, like you trying to kick it, and this and this how it comes, <laughs> yeah or no? Yeah. Don't just show <laughs> like, up at my don't house, just show nigga. Up my house. <laughs> you feel me? Don't and this how it, up on me, like and this how it goes back to like you know like the patriarchy playing a role in this shit because right. the patriarchy teaches you to just like it just gives you this sense of entitlement, especially as mm-hmm. men, right? Like. You, you grow up as a young boy. And like, then a lot of people don't think that men, because of patriarchy, a lot of people don't think that men are victims themselves of sexual assault. Man. Like, especially, like, with white women in classrooms and white teachers and shit. Like, this shit is, happen- is happening all the time. And people will make, people think it's funny to make prison jokes. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, don't drop the soap. Like, how fucking normal is that shit in society, right? Yeah. But, like, it's like, oh, that like we'll make prison jokes about that shit. We'll make sh- jokes about that. Like, nah, like, that be happening to men, too. A lot of black men, like, that shit started in slavery. 
you know, but we don't, it's not really talked about as much because of the patriarchy. It's like, oh, we're going to have to, we have to buy into this hyper-masculine notion of, like, this brute in a lot of ways, which was a a, a whole black, strong, like, big caricature um, that started during slavery. That, oh, you know, super strong, can do whatever, you know, could be in, you know, working as hard as I can and will always be able to do that. You know, so this is a notion that, like, oh, yeah, niggas be victims as well, you know, but the patriarchy tells us, nah, that, that can't exist. And this is shit that's not going to be fixed overnight, but it's like niggas have to start doing, like, being conscious of the work that needs to be done. Like this, the active learning and unlearning that needs to be done, bro. So I just want... And it's that conversation. I remember one time we was talking about consent. Yeah. Um, I think maybe, like, not as much as we've dedicated this whole episode to, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, this this part of the episode we dedicated to it, right? Um, but I remember we was over in Richmond, you feel me? We had a discussion about consent with, like, all our homies. Yeah. You know? And it's like, I think that's where it starts is you got to bring it back. You can't just, like, don't just listen to this episode and not talk about it. It's continuous. It's a problem. It's continuous, yeah. and it's a, it's a topic that we should continue to talk about and continue to educate ourselves about. And once you become educated about it, like, tell your younger cousins. Have your ta- have that talk with your younger cousins. That's something I, I can never really I used to reference, you know? like, you know, I'm the, I'm the oldest of fucking seven eight kids like and everybody to, look up to you yeah i you definitely need saying? to be having these conversations with my younger cousins and shit bro like right. I definitely uh, not just like talking about it or like trying to lead by example but like literally putting in the man like the time and the, the hours of just like you know like let me teach you something fam like this is how consent works and you also have the right to take away your consent because i feel like even like as a young black boy i was pressured to like there was there's been hella times i've had sex when i didn't want to just because for whatever reason I didn't yeah. know that I could say no. Right. You feel me? Like if you teach that as a young black boy, like what I was taught in a hyper masculine environment, just like, like oh, you better do this shit. Like you better do this. If you like, don't do it. Like it's like that's how you get your manhood. I'm like, I lost my virginity at age fucking like thirteen. Like And I was a couple I'm like, years I look at my like Niggas should have been focused on something way other than sex, right? And that's fucking like it's wild, but like I thought at thirteen I needed to have sex because this was about like my manhood mm-hmm. or some shit. Like that's fucking sick. You know, like in my opinion, like, I don't know. Just rethinking about it, I was like, nah, because I see my younger brother at age 13. You know, I, I'm like, damn, that's the age I was having sex at? I got a 13-year-old <laughs> sister and a 13-year-old brother, and, like, they are not concerned with any of the things that I'm, I'm like, I, like, you know, we talk about, like, black kids having to grow up hella fast mm-hmm. all the time, right? I'm like, damn, like, I, what I wouldn't have, what I wouldn't give to really have been a fucking kid. But, you know, because of hypermasculinity, I was forced to grow up hella fast. And I think that's where... You know, we got to do everything we can each generation. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Agree. So it's like, you know, when the day comes when we have our kids, we have our own kids, you know, it's like we got to be having those conversations from an early age about consent, you know? And it's like people are like, oh, don't don't talk about it early. It's like, nah. Like, teach your kids hella early about what consent is. Don't be like it's some taboo. Like, people treat sex like it's some taboo-ass topic. Like, yeah. you got to talk about it from an early age because – I want my kids to learn from me and not from somebody else first. Straight up. You know, me and my partner first. You got to learn from us. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I ain't trust no fucking school to do it, you know? Well, you know, most schools just reinforce the patriarchy anyway. Right. I mean, schools are a form of colonial education itself. So we want y'all to know, man, you need to be asking before you do anything, nigga. You, know, I need, can, you need to ask before you come to my house, nigga. Period. Everything. Don't want to tired of you niggas pulling up. Nigga, I didn't give you consent to show up at my fucking crib, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Period. So, but we hope this episode was, you feel me, educational to folks. Like, and please reach out to us, you know, um, 
if we if we were miseducated on the topic, you feel me? Like we ain't above critique either, you know. But Hell we wanted no. to do this episode because niggas need to start speaking up, and we gotta lead by example. You feel Period. me? Especially I ain't above critique. I actually, I, ain't up- I actually welcome critique with open arms. My favorite pastime is being critiqued. Constructive criticism, though. You know, I love it when people just help me grow. Right. You know, but I don't. I, don't, I also don't expect like folks from marginalized in the press groups to just be able to patient with me. Right. It's like black women and like black LGBTQ folks, I'm willing to just like, you can just let me have it. I won't take it personal. Like right. when y'all be like, all men are trash, I agree. I'm a part of the waste in the field. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm just actively right. trying to get better. Like I don't, yeah. I don't take shit personal. When like niggas mm-hmm. really try to hold, when people try to hold me accountable. I mean, because I'll, it's bigger than you me. and it's bigger than me. It's, like, it's a system. If I'm, if, I'm the, if I'm the kind of person that I claim to be, a person that's fighting for the black, the liberation of all black folks, then I need to be listening to the black folks that I'm trying to liberate. You feel right. me? As a as a straight black male with hella privilege, you feel me? And I don't know. This is just another sidebar because I know, I think a lot. I, I from what I've seen, a lot of my niggas that I grew up with have been listening to our podcast lately. And um, for those who don't know what cishead is, that's like straight black male. That's like as in layman's terms, that's like as I guess yeah. as simple as I could put it. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like a straight. Like, I when think, I say cishead, straight yeah. black male. Mm-hmm. Cis means just like you were born. The way that you still identify, you identify today. as the gender that you. Well, so like, because yeah, you're always like, quote unquote, assigned <laughs> yeah. gender at birth, yeah. at birth, right? Yeah. So you identify with the same gender that you were assigned. So I was assigned male at birth. I still identify, identify as, as a black male. So that makes you cis, right? Yeah, and then <laughs> and the heterosexual, heterosexual is you know, the sexuality. Yeah, or not same. Um, you like the other the sex. opposite opposite sex. sex. Yeah. So that's when we say cis head, that's what we mean. But it's yeah. really just to put it in my, you know, in terms that everybody in inclusive terms, we talk as straight black males. We try to be able to, like with our language, you feel me? Like we try to be as accessible as possible, you feel me? If you can't explain that shit to your grandma, if you can't explain explain this shit to your ten year old cousin, like Then you probably shouldn't be using a word, motherfucker. Right. You don't wanna fucking use these big ass words to describe simple ass shit. Like, nah, that's a stop sign called a fucking stop sign. Like, so that is Should we call the rap on that Shout out all my niggas man Shout out everybody fucking with us I really appreciate all the support Um, This shit I know people say this all the time It means the world to me It do mean a lot to me to know That people fuck with our shit Cause I know right. sometimes I leave here And I'm like questionable Like do we, I'm for do one we do good Like not we, so much, we, we critique yeah, the fuck out of We critique the fuck out of ourselves But I also I also know we, t- we, we speak on like Some like very sensitive subjects And yeah. I don't ever want to say anything Like you know We live in that cancel out culture I would hate for y'all to cancel me out And I didn't even get to s- Episode 15 or some shit like that Like damn You feel I don't want to get canceled Episode, we on episode 8 episode nine. <laughs> like I don't want to get right. canceled Like yeah, damn They need to be making a full season You feel me like People understand Don't do me like a fucking A UPN show And cancel me Like don't do me like How they be doing all these other black shows Niggas can't even get a second season type Shit. Put, I want to through a paper shredder. You feel me? I don't want niggas to cancel <laughs> me that quick. So if we you always trying to grow. You if you listen to the end, like I said, like we said in like the middle part of the episode, yeah. we are open to critique. Please don't cancel us. We are willing to learn. We are learning and unlearning every day. Shout out to all the beautiful black people out there. Shout we out to episode nine. Period. Hell Shout out Charlene Thomas. My Shout great, out to great everybody who you, fuck with us. You feel me? It means a lot. You know. Make sure you you send this shit out on Twitter. On Facebook, on Instagram, you feel me? Shout yeah, out to my mama. For real. <laughs> for real. Because we, like, yeah. Shout out to your mama. We're going to tell the story about your mama and our first people's breakfast in Oakland for our patrons. I think that's the story that our patrons should get. So if you want to hear about that story, 
Shout out, go to our Patreon, you feel me? Patreon.com slash HellBlackPod for this extended episode. It's finna start. We're going to talk about how we first got off, you feel me? Uh, the first people breakfast Oakland. We gonna talk about that story. What, what, you hey, fuck what's, with it? Yeah, what's so, right. so? So that is episode nine. Thank you for fucking with us, downtown Oakland. Delancey and Blake in this up. thing. You know, about, I know there might have been some background shit in the back because you know we uh we about to be on the East Bay Express. You feel me? So we we in here doing a photo shoot, Gucci man. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> we in this thing. We, got- we in this thing. You feel me? So make sure you cop that new. East Express, I think it's actually for free. So you ain't even got to. You ain't got to copy. Just pick that motherfucker. And if y'all can like take a picture of it, like. I ain't gonna lie, I'm not the type of nigga. <laughs> I don't do shit. Niggas know me. Like a lot of people, me and Blake say we do a lot of work, right? Like we work a lot. It's a lot of shit that I do that people don't know about because I don't do shit for accolades. But I was a journalist. Well, for those that don't know, I majored in journalism. You used to write for the East Bay and Express. And I used to too. write for the East Bay Express. I used to write for a bunch of publications. And to know that like somebody wants to write something about me, like I used to write to make people feel good, and make people feel important. So the fact that somebody took the time out to interview us. And then somebody else came in here. Like, I'm usually the one, like, booking these photo shoots. Like, oh, you right. this person over. You feel me? So somebody pulled up on us, like, please just go, you know, read the story and then tag us and y'all pictures and shit. That'll make me feel hella special. Tweet it out. Lie. Use the hashtag Hello Black Podcast. You know, I hope you. I hope you ain't get no shady ass pics of me because, like, Motherfuckers really know me as Durag Daddy, and I ain't even got a haircut in like the last nine days. I'm sick right now, so you might have to my braids on, though. You know what I'm saying? This nigga Blake want to come days. with his fresh ass cornrows and shit. Nigga, Mac they still a week old, bro. But you know what I'm saying? Mac Ten head ass nigga. All right, Tupac live in the flesh. Let's get to this yeah. extended episode. Two nose rings. <laughs> 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 <laughs>